did. Yes. I'm so sorry. I was so, I don't know what's going on with the profile, but it's not liking me. So. Oh, okay. I see. It's, it's funny how everybody, when they get the profile, they immediately just change like the government name. And it's like, it trust me, I'm not going to say your government name, even if I know it. Because shit, hell, I, the only reason I say my government name because I'm retired. So. <laughs> well, that's one of the added benefits of it, right? Yeah. And that's tenure, though. That's tenure yeah. in the industry. You know, at some point you get you get those privileges and at some yeah. point you don't. And that's all about what putting your time is in. Uh, whether it's here in the sex industry or if you want to be into the handyman industry or, mm. you know, being a cook or something like that. I don't care what you're going to do. You're going to put your time in. You're never going to be hot shit from the start, right? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But see, the thing about it is that I tell any female, you pose to have, you either pick a strong one word name or you pick a fictitious government name you know period um because like i said it's one you have to separate your professional persona from your personal from who you are personally oh well, you know right. everybody not everybody a lot of people want to have a private life whether that's kids yeah. or a partner or you know just being able to go out to the bar club restaurant by yourself at some point you want your own identity and that has nothing to do with what you do for a living oh yeah see that's what i'm talking about because see the thing of it is is you want some type of amenity period you know what i'm saying and to me that's that's where it's really it, it, because you got to have some type of privacy and some type of escape. You feel me? I do entirely. I mean, do I want my child right now who's a toddler to be directly exposed to what I'm doing for a living? No way. Am I embarrassed by it? No fucking way at all. Will I defend it? You know, maybe when she's 12 years old and if that conversation would ever come about, Oh my goodness, do I have the most lovely defense already ready? <laughs> but but see, is that appropriate for her right now at three? Fuck no. No. Like, right? No. So it's like, that's not even a part of the equation. And actually, for it, no way. And then, two, what's crazy is that half the time the kids, it, when the kids get old enough and you had that conversation, they ain't even going to care. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> well, at that point, at that point, if you're raising your kids in the ideal, in my opinion, manner, your children are going to realize that sex is normal in that, oh, so mommy looks really sexy when she poses in front of a camera and she makes all the money that I need to play soccer, field hockey, dance, um, you know, afford to live and breathe. And guess what? My mommy is also one of the happiest and best mommies I know. Guess what? I'm not going to feel bad about that for one second. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because all they're going to care about is Christmas, birthdays. <laughs> Mommy making money, me get toys. <laughs> but my friend, I have to tell you, I come from the other side. I've worked in the white collar profession uh, prior mm -hmm. to doing this sex work. 
and I don't even like saying it that way because it's so derogatory to what we do. Mm. But prior to doing anything regarding any, you know, sexualness, uh, I used to be a behavioral therapist, believe it or not. I used to. Oh, work... do say. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in the school system and I shit you not. I. Okay, so this might not mean much to you, but I have half a master's degree. Uh, I was pursuing my master's and I ended up getting pregnant and, you know, my career kind of got put on hold. And at that point, I ended up in a horrible relationship. And after leaving that, I didn't have my career anymore because mm -hmm. I've been isolated for so long. I didn't have my self-esteem anymore because, again, isolation. And yeah. I have a child to take care of. So what mm -hmm. am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to realize I'm hot as shit if I work for it. And mm -hmm. I'm going to feed my fucking kid. So I did. And that's what turned me to this entire industry. I started camming that way because, you know, I had I'd taken years off for raising a family. My child had some medical issues. And she required at-home care that would require nurses. And oh my goodness, you couldn't imagine the expenses to get somebody to take care of her so I could go to work. Because what normal daycare center wants to deal with a kiddo in a body cast? Yeah, that is serious. That is serious. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know, uh, my life circumstances pushed me to, I need money now. Don't want to be with this asshole, which was and is my child's father. But I need mm. to make ends meet and I need to make this work. So I started webcamming. And let me tell you this, the internet fellows were never enough. I had to go on. Yeah. So, mm. <laughs> Somebody offered me a photo shoot, and that was the beginning of the end. And ever since Let's then, say no more. I've been wondering why did I, excuse me, why did I ever do the white collar job to begin with? Wasted, <laughs> so true. I wasted. Oh my goodness, my friend. Okay, so thirty grand in undergrad for a bachelor's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then for one and a half years of graduate school, I spent $36,000. Yeah, college is expensive for as no fuck. Degree, I mean, for no degree. Yeah, I still, I still owe college loans. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Carlo University and all their nuns are making out like fat fucking rats right now. Let me tell you this. Anyone that says education isn't privatized. Oof, we'll get in another debate on that another day. <laughs> Almost. So look, let me do these particulars and then we can really get into this interview, Okay. Sounds wonderful. I like I'm sorry the way, if I go on on tennis, I like, I like cut me off. Cut me off. <laughs> no, 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 you good, baby. Because, see, I like the way we started off hot. I like when my show started off hot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the app on your phone. You can start podcasting today. You can have it distributed, and you can get it monetized, and all this is for free. 
I am your host, Kevin Office of a Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn links. I'm talking about 15 years of adult film. Find my porn links, my music links. That's right, you can hear some of my hottest tracks. And follow me on social media. All with one link, all my links.com backslash porn rap star. We are sponsored by the Facebook and LS community. I'm talking about lsworld.com. Go there today, get yourself a profile and mingle with king minded people like yourself. And we are a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. I'm talking about multiple podcasts give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, you can also get some shopping from over 500 retailers, black owned. So go to shopgwdistrict.com businesses to help build the black economy so we can create generational wealth. Also, people, you know this every Monday night on K97FM, the adult radio station, the radio station for porn. Monday night starting at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Monday, I give you some new smoke with a smoke buddy or an interview. So every Monday night, smoke, come catch this smoke. Now I'm about to be quiet and let this lovely lady introduce herself. Hi, everybody. <laughs> this is Jessie May. I am a cam performer and also an erotic model. Uh, I have mm. premiered in multiple adult movies. Um, and I'm looking to broaden my horizons and continue to grow. And you know what? I think I just got a little wet thinking about that. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that rest to my host here. <laughs> yeah. So you started off camming. Um, so when you started camming, um, how did it feel? What was your, how, what was your experience with the camming at first? So when I first started camming, I had just left a horrible relationship. So I was as sheltered as they came at the time. However, mm -hmm. my personality was never that sheltered. So I knew deep inside of me, I had a nice, crazy, fun girl inside. She's immersed a couple times, but never fully. However, after this breakup, I have to tell you, my friend, I let loose. I went nuts absolutely insane i went balls to the walls ovaries to the walls however you want to admit it i went crazy on my cam show and mm. i did everything anyone asked me to do so when i first started you know people think you're silly they think you're naive so they'll ask you to do things that you know you probably wouldn't normally do but I did because mm -hmm. I was new and I was having fun. Mm -hmm. However, a couple of those things <laughs> got me kicked off Chatterbait. So I don't. Oh do God! What things more. got you? <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What got you kicked off the Chatterbait? Wait, you just ain't gonna just slide past that. <laughs> what got you bad on Chatterbait? I got to hear this one. Which time? Damn. <laughs> We go with the first time. The first time was because I cammed outside. So at that time, uh, like I said, I just left my ex and mm -hmm. I was living in a trailer in the woods. I shit you not, it was as, it was as hillbilly as it comes. 
So <laughs> music, I could play white trash hillbilly. I was in, it was an old people trailer park. I was the youngest person there. Everyone mm. there was there to die. So, and I mean that in the most respectful way. <laughs> However, mm. uh, they all loved me because I had a wonderful garden and I used to leave them all presents on their front porches. And oh. I had a wonderful flower garden, so I'd leave all the women bouquets. No, they all loved me. Even though I was the youngest person there and I was a fucking slut, they loved me. Mm. <laughs> um, I moved into this wilderness and I had the woods behind me. So I'm like, what the fuck does Chatterbait care about? There is a section of people that love watching women please themselves outside. And to be honest, mm. I love the outdoors. I'd much rather be outdoors than here hiding with lights and, you know, cameras inside of a house. So I fucking did it. And I tell you, my friend, for months, I did it for months. And then one day, someone must have reported me or the wrong bot got into my show or whatever happened. But mm. I got kicked off. And at that point, it was my only means of making money. Uh, when I first mm -hmm. got kicked off, I wasn't shooting porn yet. So camming okay. was the only thing I had. Mm -hmm. And they just decided. So, so when you got back on Chatterbait, yeah, how did you get back? So I had to send one of those lovely support emails that uh, say, oh, my goodness, I had no idea. Yeah. Wasn't allowed to cam outside, which, to, to be honest, I had no idea. After looking through their agreement and all those fine prints that you agreed to, well, they were fucking right. Yeah. So I just had to swallow my tongue. <laughs> Sorry. And they let me back on. And then I fucked up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the lesson right there's a lesson learned you should read the agreement always read the agreement people <laughs> i am the poster child for read the agreement because my next shebang yeah. is also gonna make you realize that even more so you was camming, so now you moved to porn. So how did the transition to porn? How did they end up happening? So I actually met one of the most wonderfully nice people or and or biggest con artists, I should say. I don't know. Who really knows some people you meet on the internet? Are they nice people or are they yeah, just... True. Either way, I met this fabulous gentleman and he took, he offered to take my pictures and he said he'd pay me to do it. He was local and we had been chatting for months while I had been camming. So I was like, well, why the fuck not? I was also really horny at the time. So that didn't help my decision making mm -hmm. process. Um, however, I met with this yeah. photographer who was, he was a cam patron. He was hundred percent. I'm not even a bullshit. Mm -hmm. However, I got lucky, and I'm going to tell that to every woman I ever talk to. I got lucky. There's a lot of circumstances and a lot of situations where people pretend to be entirely different people on the internet. 
I got lucky. I took mm-hmm. a risk and I got lucky. So I just want to preface this entire conversation with that because man, it w- could have ended up fucking horribly. However, it was a fucking mm-hmm. dream. He was so cute. He was so fun. He wanted to take pictures of me erotically. Um, so mm-hmm. in the photography world of erotic modeling, there is a sector of photographers that just like to take stills. So they'll just take pictures of you, mm-hmm. you know, modeled in different places. And then there's another sector that like to do stills and clips. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is where photographers end up meshing themselves into the porn industry without mm. being in porn producers. So I got my exposure to beginning with porn in these weird places with photographers that would say, oh, it's just a 30 to 45 second clip of me, you know, fingering your vagina or pussy or your ass or whatever, or massaging mm. your boobs. And, you know, it just seemed like, oh, this is what everybody does. Mm-hmm. And then you go further. And then eventually, for me, being a sexual person, I enjoyed it. So I was like, well, beyond <laughs> these 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And also, what do I, who do I have to meet to have a full length, you know, porno? I was immediately intrigued. So for mm-hmm. me, oh my goodness, this has been such a blast. <laughs> And then I got on, I don't know if you know, am I allowed to drop website names? Is that cool? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Drop red shop names. Okay, we, so we, we shoot, we shoot I, them out here. We... Yeah, I used to utilize sexyjobs.com and that was really useful for me to find not only, so initially it was useful for erotic modeling gigs. That is just normal stills. And like I said, some guys like the clips, so those come with. Mm-hmm. But that was my initial start with sexy jobs. But once those clips started exciting me a little too much, I have mm-hmm. to be honest, I changed my performer status on sexy jobs to not just a model, to a performer. Mm-hmm. So that's in the industry. I showed up to my first actual porn scene with no experience. And I flew halfway across the fucking country for it. And I won't even tell you how many hundreds <laughs> of dollars I got paid for me not to have experience. But the person didn't really mm. ask. So I didn't really say. Mm-hmm. So, okay, then. So with that, with this, with, with, with your first scene, right? <clears throat> so this was a professional issue, correct? It was, yes. With the lights, camera. It's not with, let me, let me back up. It was not with, you know, browsers or reality. Oh, things, no, no. But no. It, 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 was with, it, it was with a professional company that was paying me yeah, a contract. Yeah. You know, it was professional. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, some skis yeah. in their backyard. No. Let's see, okay, with that being said, all right, um, with this being your first thing, walk into it, paint the picture. How was you feeling emotionally? Was you nervous? Um, boundaries ahead of the shoot, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh my you know, goodness. paint the picture. 
So before the shoot, I have to be honest with you, I was as horny and I still am as they come. So before the shoot, I was texting this producer because I'm thinking in my head, he's paying for my plane ticket. He's letting me mm-hmm. stay in a section of his home, which was something that I only agreed to do because he had multiple model references that I actually checked out. And some of them were mm-hmm. big name ladies. I'm talking girls that you do a simple Google search and you're going to come up with millions of results. I'm not going to name drop right now mm-hmm. because that's not fair. But uh, nonetheless, so <laughs> I to stay in this man's guest bedroom you know it was mm. it was a fantasy my friend it was it was exactly what you dream of when if you are going into the industry a polite mm. nice no. welcoming individual that also turns you on I sexted him for a week before I even got there mm-hmm But that was my method because it got me excited about the fear of traveling halfway across the country for something that could be a bust. Um, Let's be real, in nowadays society, a kidnapping situation, (laughs) if you ask my grandmother. Um, You know, that added connection kind of gives I'm sorry, what'd you say? No, because the whole thing of it is when you're traveling, it's also trust. Because um, it's not just about the money, but also you want to make sure that you're not going to get messed up or fucked up because shit happens on set. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, and that's real shit. Okay? Uh, 100%. I've been there, done that, and it's honestly been a lot closer to home. I've never had a bad situation to me happen out of Mm. the trial, let me back up, rewind. I've never had a bad situation happen to me out of the tri-state area. Every single bad situation I've ever had happen has been in this tri-state area, the Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland, all of our local states. Those are the producers that have hurt me personally in Mm. a lot of ways. And, you know, I have to say, all the guys I've worked with in Texas and Florida and all those lovely places that have paid a shit ton of money for me to come down and work with them. You know, we're talking plane Mm -hmm. tickets, hotels and this and that. And you know what? They've Mm -hmm. been the best gentlemen that I've ever worked with in my whole life. More friendly than half the boyfriends I've had in life. And it just goes to, you know, you never know what you're going to get. And some people are fucking conceited as shit. Because I've also worked with one of the most wonderful producers here in the tri-state area. So it's not like it's all shit, you know. (laughs) But either way, Mm -hmm. I think women really need to be aware that you have to do your research if other models don't up producers oh my goodness lady just back away it's not worth it because if it's not really a gig you're not going to get paid anyway (laughs) and i've had that happen to me before too 
I've been ripped the fuck mm. off. Who hasn't? We all were dumb and stupid and young and naive. We all have done it. We pretend we didn't. Yeah, because because see, because that um <clears throat> when we especially when you're doing the professional shit, what people don't realize is what you gotta take into account. Because be it that when you did your first shoot and I know pretty sure the one thing I want you to you know is how you have to be very mindful of the camera and fucking off camera personal fucking is not the same as what we do on camera. Exactly. Oh, and you also have to be aware of angles and you have to be aware yeah. of, oh my goodness, did you shave today? Honey, you should have. <laughs> um, there's so much to it and things that we really don't even realize or want to talk about, you know? And it's also mm-hmm. things like, oh my goodness, I should have pointed my toes there. And one of my mm-hmm. funniest stories is I posted this, oh my goodness, it was the most family-friendly beach photo I could have posted as a sex worker on my personal Facebook page. And I post it, and it is me in my bikini. It's an all-white bikini. Well, you mm-hmm. know, the naughty photos I took before that. Yeah, you could see my vagina through the... Uh, through the white when it was wet but for this exact photo you could not <laughs> so i am laying on my stomach and i'm smiling but my feet are pointed uh horizontal or is it horizontal they're pointed in line with my head and i look at this photo and i'm like oh my gosh you're really messed up my grandmother looks at me and goes Oh, what? You should have put a cover up on? I go, no, I didn't point my toes. Because I'm that (laughs) kind of performer that I'm not going to lie to my grandmother. I'm going to show her this is this is what I do. And this is what I do well at. And guess what? You love me and you raised me to be okay with this. If you really think about it. (laughs) That's cool right there. (laughs) <laughs> hey listen my grandmother I will, do you want to hear the story about how I told her I first started doing sex work okay go ahead so my I first leave my ex and of course everybody around me is wondering she's gonna break she's gonna lose it what's she gonna do because this is in the height of coronavirus. So I couldn't practice behavioral therapy even if I wanted to. All the clinicians have been taken out of the homes. So we're talking the time when nobody is working. I decided to get the balls, the ovaries, to leave my ex. So no one's working. No one's hiring. I'm stuck. I'm lost. Here I am. So what am I going to do? I'm going to make it work. <laughs> yeah, because <clears throat> so as so as you start doing more shoots and you became more versed in it, eventually you start filming your own. Am I correct? 
So I really didn't do a lot. So I did a lot of broadcasting in my house, of course. Mm -hmm. But as far as personal shoots, I never really got into that. I was more into what someone wanted to pay me to do. (laughs) Oh, I see what you're saying. So So the thrill for me was showing up at a shoot, getting paid to do this exact shoot that, of course, I had Mm -hmm. pre-discussed with the producer doing the shoot, Mm -hmm. getting those crisp dollars in my hand, Mm -hmm. walking away and going home and being happy as pie, my friend. (laughs) Mm, Okay. So would you ever do a content trade shoot with a talent? I have and I will. However, it has to be worth it. So okay. when I look into doing those content trades, I'm looking at what is their following base on Twitter? What's their mm-hmm. following base on OnlyFans? What's their following base on many vids? Is this exposure going to be worse? Essentially, you know, between you and I and the rest of the internet, uh, is this going to mm-hmm. be worse than giving away my pussy for free? Because <laughs> let me tell you this. There's many, many a people, male, female, trans, gay, straight, whoever, bisexual, this, that, they'll pay for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So is giving this exact whatever the agreement is worth it? Is it going mm-hmm. to benefit me? And I have to be honest, in every circumstance that I've been approached by that, it's been mm-hmm. in my head. It's like, oh, shit, this could go like 60, 40. Like I'm mm-hmm. seeing in their favor, 60%. This could go in my favor, meaning like they're going to be a good asset. But then there's mm-hmm. that also 40%. Oh, but I've been looking at other models they've been working with and nobody cares. So... Mm-hmm. I'm really lenient and hesitant on doing content trades, and I have to be honest, I'm kind of a cunt about it. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, man. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Is that because you came in the game doing the paid gigs? And granted, you weren't shooting with mainstream companies, but you was getting mainstream money. You feel like I'm coming You can get paid a lot into it. You got it because I have this cocky attitude now. I'm not even going to lie to you because I found some really lovely people to work with through that sexy jobs or Twitter or wherever uh, that paid me, you know, not, I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't top end mainstream money. It was not, I was never getting paid that, but it was paying the fucking bills so yeah. yes, I agree. It made me a little cocky and it made me go into almost a different sector than other performers because they were doing it for half the price. So now they're getting double the exposure because how many companies are going to work with you if you're only charging this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes, I almost put myself into a negative spot because of that. However, mm-hmm. it even gets worse that I'm a real life mouth and, you know, my custody schedule and having a child and mm-hmm. finding a babysitter and all that stuff comes in as a barrier too. 
So that's why I've been pushing camming from the beginning. I really fell in love with performing and I love to model and I love to perform. (laughs) However, I do it when my schedule makes it work because Mm -hmm. this is the life I live, my friend. Like Mm -hmm. I can only do so much and companies Mm -hmm. can only work with you so much. So browsers isn't going to want to work with me when I'm like, well, I got five days every other week. They're like, well, that fucking sucks. We're going to go find (laughs) Mother has 30 out of 30 days a month available. That's 18. You know what I mean. So, like, I'm not the Mm. ideal candidate. However, I'm still going to fucking rock it out. I'm still going to provide for my family and I'm still going to provide for my soul because that's what half of doing this is about mm. now with that which is a great segue you just did let's talk about the unsexy stuff because i always talk about that and i always ask models this and everything because we about total disclosure of the reality of this business and it begins with the ups and downs of the money hell yeah because because a lot of girls they don't want to talk about that with the percentage, because we know when OnlyFans there is height, everybody did the percentage, they wanted to show how much they made or what have you. But not every it like put it this way, not every month was a good month. And it's always about consistency. So with that being said, one, how much you pay attention to numbers. Two, speak about the ups and downs money-wise of this business, including the can, because I know that that's that's incorporated with it. And three, what do you do to help boost sales? So for me right now, OnlyFans doesn't bring me shit money. It brings me nothing. And that is partially because I have to be honest, I really don't. I post some videos. I do post multiple videos a month, but I'm not even going to bullshit to everybody listening right now. I do not post a new video every day. I don't. I don't do it. Will I post a new photo every day? hundred fucking percent. Are you going to be involved in my life every day? Yes. Mm-hmm. Am I going to respond to your DMs? Yes. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm not going to sit there and send you the same pussy play video day after day after day. Not going to clog your DMs with that. Anywho, mm-hmm. OnlyFans, not a big profit uh, margin for me. So we're going to look at many vids. Many vids, again, it's kind of hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I really find the most uh, money I make is with my camming and or direct modeling or porn shoots, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is my preferred way to make money. But uh, if I want to look at all these online methods to make money, camming mm-hmm. is it, man. It is literally it. You can decide how much you really want to make depending mm-hmm. on the time of the month. So <laughs> right now, it's the dark season, man. You can't make a dime. Well, you can if you're one of those big, you know, promoted models that are getting the chatterbait, uh, mainstream attention, you know, on the front page. Oh, you're going to make a killing no matter what you do. But if you're not on that main front page, the first and the last of the month is shite. 
It is okay. absolute shite. You're not going to make as much money as you will during those, you know, two fluffer weeks in the middle of the month because you have to think about it. How many lonely people, you know, have bills due at the yeah. first of the month, end mm. of the month? How many <laughs> lonely people receive maybe uh, inheritance deposit? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, yes, you know, yes, uh, disability or uh, assistance or whatever. When the, when it's the first of the month, up, we're all gonna spend money on sex, whether people like it or not. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. So, you can be getting an inheritance in the beginning of the month. Be the mm-hmm. richest kid. This side of the state or this whole state, you might tip me worse than that lonely, lonely gentleman who only has $10 extra to spare for the month. Because you want to know what? Gratefulness comes in the person. True. Now, here's the question I got to ask you. How much time do you spend on the camp? Oof. So... It depends. It depends on how the cam show is going. So I'm kind of, I don't know, I get antsy. So when I'm filming, <laughs> I really want that attention. So it, within two to three hours, there isn't, you know, a multitude of people in my room. And by multitude, I'm talking, I'm, unfortunately, a lot of times what excites me is, 15 or more people. Uh, mm. And, you know, I've had 100, I've had 200, I've had all those things. But anything over 15, and I'm like, yeehaw, this is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. But if that's not happening, it's really discouraging. You're putting so much effort into it. Uh, I'm one of those performers that I'm dancing the entire time I'm on cam, typically. Uh, mm-hmm. I do everything from burlesque dance to just, you know, your Shakira movements to you name it. I love to dance. So I'm putting mm-hmm. in a lot of energy sometimes for those guest viewers that don't even have a profile. So this is if in- those people can't even tip, they can't follow. They're just mm-hmm. sitting there. And in my opinion enjoying themselves which is lovely absolutely mm-hmm. lovely mm-hmm. but my friend is not paying the bills and it's not exciting me oh most definitely so how do you generate traffic with 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 the campsite you know period because um i mean of course it's live cam or what have you but i'm pretty sure on the promotion side how is promoting cam work different from promoting porn so it's 10 times harder so promoting cam work is promoting to an entirely different audience i i was gaining a much quicker following on twitter and all of my other social media uh places when i was actively like constantly shooting porn because I was able to post clips and videos and links and people love the videos. Whereas when you're posting, hey, I'm online right now on Cheddar Bait, come play with me. 
people aren't as enthused. They, and even when I've posted videos of just me dancing saying like, hey, this is what my camp show's about. I love to dance. You know, look at my pretty pussy. <laughs> like everything between, I still find those videos with a male because I don't have any female partners yet. Doesn't mean mm -hmm. I wouldn't make just as much success with female partners. It's just, I don't have them yet. Mm -hmm. Just want to preface with that. Anywho, um, yeah. when I have male partners in a video with me, I get 10 times more traffic. Mm -hmm. And it's in those circumstances, it's been in the porn industry because I don't cam with a male. So mm -hmm. it's really difficult. However, that's my experience. Mm -hmm. Many women, oh my goodness, they have... So so much you need. Followings on everything. So, so I'm like, I'm like, if you had a regular male talent, would you film more porn? Oh my goodness. So I already do film a decent amount of, you know, regular boy girl content. However, my problem yeah, I like that video being the brat and you jerking them off and you looking at them all with the poo face. I like I like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's other on my many vids and actually prior to starting uh those videos i used to have other videos on there too unfortunately another producer and i had a falling out so he took all my videos off however let me tell you this oh were they raunchy <laughs> mm. okay. but nonetheless i've also worked with other producers and stuff like that but anywho if i had a regular male talent to work with would i feel more porn 100 percent. here's the problem Mm -hmm. The problem is getting the camera guy because mm -hmm. a lot of the point of view porn, in my opinion, and that's just yeah. mine, the see. performers, I'm just bored with it, man. I'm bored. I see. Because <laughs> because, because what people realize, even if you do the tripod in it and you put three cameras or and you get, got the Bro, you're still missing angles. And it's nothing yeah. like having the camera moving around during that. You need a camera guy. It's essential. It is essential to making a successful, wonderful, fun, and also interesting porn. Because I'm one of those people, I want that intro. I want to know what got her so wet. I'm one of mm. those weirdos. And you know what? I think that was something that was really lost in what the seventies and the eighties mm. and maybe even the nineties is that mm. lead up to what made her dripping wet. The his cock just slide just perfectly mm. inside. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. I, I always say this. I said people keep saying that the fans want reality. No, they want reality, but it's reality fantasy. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, it's you have to almost mate them those two together. Yeah. Yeah. And with you, I see that like it, and, and I always talked about this when it comes to it, the camming. Um, you make it a point to give variety. Um, I see you with different outfits. You know, how many how many toys you got in your toy selection? Your toy oh, chest. Probably so and this is even a low scale selection than many other women who are in my position. I have 10 toys and you know what? 
I probably only use three of them because we all have our favorite babies, right? <laughs> so which one is your favorite baby? So I, of course, so for money making purposes, I love that love and slush, the little uh, pink insert that all of the cam models love to use. Mm. However, I have to say, as far as stimulation goes, that toy's not the one that's going to do it. I have another toy, and I can't tell you the name of it, but it's purple, and it has one of those uh, clitoral massagers in addition to you know, the normal vibrator inside of you. And oof, mm -hmm. does that get the job done every time? <laughs> <Not to mention. laughs> of course, we all have our you know, uh, suction cup dildo that we put in the shower and all those fun things. Mm -hmm. And oh, yeah, well. you know, I am an anal plug lady as well. Okay, I love all the toys. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> but see, but um, but it's a point that, um, like I said, you try to come up with variety. So how do you come up with the different you know, themes to your cam shows and stuff like that. Um, and how important is it to step up your game with the cam game by, you know, investing in outfits and stuff like that? Because a lot of girls just get on cam just to get on fucking cam. And then they're just going to make money. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I do. Speak to all that. Those girls are the ones that are making the fucking dollars. And I don't understand why. So we're salty mm -hmm. about those girls, in case you're wondering. <laughs> no, but so for me, I'm really trying to bring into the cam vibe the burlesque dancing strip club vibe, but at home. Mm -hmm. With the benefit of playing with your stripper. So in the normal strip club environment, you're watching this girl dance. She's grinding. She's doing this. She's essentially burlesque dancing and you are having a ball but you can't touch her mm -hmm. you can't put a vibrator in her pussy you can't control a vibrator that may already be in there you can't insert an ass plug you can't make her touch her boobs if you want her to at that exact moment however in my cam show i can make that happen so mm -hmm. I like to dance as a stripper. I wear stripper, stripper heels at times. And I'm actually, I have a stripper pole in my closet right now that needs installed. I'm looking for a strong, smart man to install it so I don't fall on my ass. Anywho, mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to make it work and I'm going to make people realize that you don't have to just watch a girl play a video game or watch a girl sit there naked. And I've watched a couple cam shows that, oh my goodness, the girl was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Do you want to know mm. she did the entire show? Laid there. Oh, she did it. Laid there. Do you want to know how many tokens she was getting per minute? I, you know what? I'm a silly blonde. I don't even know if I can count that high. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can. But no, this girl was making ridiculous money and she wasn't doing a damn thing. So then 
I'm wondering, you know what? We got to change this whole persona that is around cam showing that maybe during coronavirus got a little misconstrued because everybody can cam now, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe if I, you know, have a certain cam show and do my certain things, mm-hmm. we can bring some class back into this industry. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now, everybody, oh, no. everybody does what they do and they make their money. And I think it's wonderful. The girl that lays there naked, fucking go so be it. That's fabulous. However, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that very often. I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. I have been once a month prey to, let's see if this works. It doesn't mm-hmm. work for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, no, I burlesque dance. And I like to play and I like to tell jokes and I like to tell stories and I like to have fun. Mm. I like to have an open interaction with my camming community. And is that easy to do? Fuck no. It's hard as shit. Is Twitter an easy uh, method to interact with people? No, because nobody watches it very often. Is OnlyFans a very, you know, profitable way to be like, oh, hey, guys, I'm online. No, because... If they're home with their wives, are they really going to get online to watch you do what you're doing? No. So the ease of shooting the porn, posting it on a website that somebody can watch at their leisure pays off. To come back to your like sixth question you asked like 10 million years ago. Say no more. Because, <laughs> um... <laughs> but see, here's, here's the thing where, 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 where I look when it comes to camping to me um and i think major part is that it's about well one one thing i noticed with you this is why i want to i noticed with you is that you also look to brand your expanding your brand because you just didn't stick with cam you actually did four way into porn and you also do film your own porn you may not do it at a and you may not do it as frequently, but you you, you do film your own shit. So, right. how important is it for a woman to expand her brand? Because I always feel that women that do it all make the most money because they have more opportunities and more bullets in the gun. It's 100% important. So, even to the girls that aren't showing their face on their cam. So, I'm going to... We're going to put this in two sectors. We're going to put this into the faceless girls because this is really relevant to them. Yes, faceless girls, the girls that are, and I don't mean faceless. I mean, you're not showing your face. Uh, Those girls that are on cam that are just showing their bodies, they can make money on their own brand through selling videos and this and that and underwear and bras and socks. And oh my goodness, you can sell anything you want And you don't have to show them your face. That's one side of it. That's an important Mm -hmm. brand to to represent. And if you're going to do this, you might as well go ovaries to the wall and get it done. So if you're a lady that's going to show your face, oh my goodness, honey, get t-shirts, get stickers, show up at expos. I mean, have your mini vids on everything. There's so many camming sites right now that even allow you to put your, uh, you know, following tags on there. And you can say like, hey, you can follow me at manyvids.com. Mm-hmm. So the women that 
can show their faces. Ladies, you have no excuse. Build your brain. It can't hurt you because I have to say, I'm a lady that I'm not profiting off my brand very much. I'm not. I'm not making thousands of dollars. I'm not making hundreds of dollars, to be honest with you. But you know what? Occasionally, I get 50 to $100 in my bank account that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. And all I had to do was build a brand. And that brand is you. You are your brand. What makes you important for me? What makes me important is being sensual, dancing, having, making sure my hips are moving because I at times have hip issues where, you know, I have chiropractic issues. So for me, one of my major push throughs is I'm moving and, you know, being sexy, um, eating well, and also not drinking as much because let's be honest, we all drink more than we should. Yeah, true. <laughs> nevertheless, I'm always trying to be a better me and be a better me that is my brand that is going to make people look up to me. So if I'm going to sit here and tell you, you know what? I sell my own porn. I do my porn show. I'm showing up at Exotica this year and all these things. And let me tell you this. The only reason I'm doing that is because of my sobriety and because of my family and because of my brand. I hope that one of those three things resonates with another woman, another man, another individual who doesn't know what the fuck they are. Because mm-hmm. that's what we're here for. Yeah, because we're here to make money. <laughs> that's the whole fucking thing. To make money and to make people be inspired because for every step I take in my brand, another person is looking at themselves if maybe they want to start a brand. Maybe they want to take the next step in their own brand. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's a community. And the sooner all of us, and, and I feel like you're uh, like-minded, but the sooner all of us realize we're a community, the better this industry is going to go, especially yeah. in these dark times where there's going to be shortages and all this stupid shit. People are still going to be spending money on sex work, and we're all going to be in heaven. So we oh, got yeah. we got to be in connection because we're going to be all we have. See, because I think that in a lot of cases, um, the biggest I think the, the biggest mistake girls have is when they walk in the game, they're ashamed, and when they're ashamed, it kind of holds them back from making the most money that they could make because they're worried about what people think or what have you. you Who's going to find out? Oh, well, oh, this person's going to find out or where's this going to be posted and da, da da da. Oh my goodness. As a producer, the first red flag in my mind would be is if a model asked, where's this going to be posted? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that on its face because that on its face to a lot of professional people is very important. But what I really mean is when that when that goes a little further and then it's mm-hmm. 
or my is my family going to see this? Is this going to be posted in Pennsylvania? Is this going to be posted whatever city it is? You know, the professional question is, oh, what media are we are we uh, what magazine are we posting this to? And then the, you know, scared little girl or little boy or little whoever is, is my dad going to see this? <laughs> and no, nah, no. Nah, and my favorite one is, you know, I don't want my kids to see or find my point. And this fucker ain't even got kids yet. <laughs> he ain't had a baby yet. He worried about baby they ain't even got here yet. If my daughter would see my porn, I already have my go-to response ready. I already am ready to tell her, yeah, that's how I paid for your soccer. You're welcome. <laughs> Pretty much. And let me tell and you, you know uh, mommy didn't get here because she's stupid. Uh, mommy has a degree in theater. Oh. And see, that's the thing that people don't realize. I think the biggest misconception is that, and I keep saying, and I always say this, is that they don't give you ladies more respect as business women um, because y'all do run a business. They just keep it money, you know. Period. And and. And it takes, you can't be dumb to run this type of business. Oh, no, not at all, because you have to keep up with things. This isn't something you're just, oh, thinking of on the weekend. No, this is an every day, multiple times a day agreement to what you want to make money on. And also maybe what excites you, because for me, it's a little bit of both. I enjoy in my sexuality what I do for a living. I enjoy it a fuck ton. However, <laughs> it makes me money too. Would I do it if it didn't make me money? I really don't know. I really don't know because I like it a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, because at this, point, at this point, though, I'm not really honest. You know, shit, it still makes me money. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, it's to me, the part of this is you got to have the passion for it too. And if you don't have the passion, it's not going to work. As no, well. you just look dead inside. And even if I'm watching you on cam, if I'm watching you in your pornos, if I'm looking at your modeling photos, I can mm -hmm. see when a chick, a male, uh, anybody, anybody, I don't care if you have a, whatever you have. I can see mm. through the bullshit when you're not happy in what you're mm. doing. I can yeah. see it. And that comes from, I have a theater background. So for me, realism is the utmost importance in what we do. And mm. I feel like I was given almost a gift that I come from a theater background. I come from a psychology background. Mm. I come from the white collar background. I come from all kinds of weird perspectives that a lot of people really wouldn't expect. And I can still tell you, passion mm. fucking sells. Most definitely. So now here's, now let's go to, we talked about it a little bit before we got on here. 
you are into the BDSM lifestyle, am I correct? Or uh, novice in it, or you know what I'm saying? What is your role in the BDSM? So I'm naturally, I'm naturally a submissive, but that is my natural, what I would prefer. Give me one mm-hmm. second. I am imbibing in the smoke session of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got to roll up one of my dams up at some point. <laughs> Anywho, so... <laughs> um so what was the fucking question (laughs) you said smoke and you just threw me the fuck off so uh (laughs) oh yo yo okay what is your role when it comes to bdsm you know what i'm saying okay yes sorry back up rewind okay so Uh, I am typically a sub. I prefer being a submissive. That is my preferred role. I like the... So, I guess I should preface with, though, I don't want bruises. I don't want somebody to ruin... And I'm going to say this very loosely. I don't want someone to ruin me for future shoots. Because Mm -hmm. if someone's leaving intense bruises, well, that might not please the next producer. Well, see, you a brat. You're not <laughs> a pain slate. So you, 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 your mo would never be spank. Your mo would never be hardcore spanking. It might be a a tap on the ass type situation, but not no full blown. I'm going to pull out a paddle and 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 leave a bruise on your ass spanking. No. Correct. No. However, uh, like we lightly touched on before about how, you know, shooting sometimes doesn't always go how you plan. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and that, let me, let me rephrase this. I've had a shoot go some in a place that I did not want it to go. And it okay. was in a heavier BDSM uh, maneuver that mm-hmm. I have to be honest, if was discussed prior, I probably mm-hmm. would have creamed over it, man. I would have mm-hmm. loved it. But because it was taken from me without prior agreement in a paid situation, we're not talking mm-hmm. we're lovers or this or that. We're talking, you know, when you shoot porn, it's almost like a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go over what's do's and don'ts and what's going to go. And, you know, the cameraman knows and everybody knows and when someone breaks that agreement, I felt violated. I felt almost, I don't even want to say the word, but I almost felt raped in this situation because mm. I was taken so advantage of in that moment. And I don't mm. mean to say that word. Maybe molested is a better word. I don't want to mm. minimize any woman's experience. Mm -hmm. or man's experience because we've all all of us and all of the sexualities and races and genders and everything have been violated all of us have Mm -hmm. Uh, but i have to be honest but see but see the thing but see it but but in the situation that you're talking about that posed to be a safe space because that posed to be on set and why you sign those agreements right yeah, and, and also the reason which goes back to pre-care, and I always talk about this, and this is part of BDSM, 
do things that a male talent and produces must do to make the girl feel comfortable. Then you have the scene itself. Then you have the aftercare <clears throat> where, you know, he hangs out, the guy or the male talent or the producer, you know, make sure she's okay, make sure she's straight, get her something to drink, you know, help her relax, you know what I'm saying? Decompress from the scene. And that's why it's important to say what boundaries are. But when a guy breaks the boundaries, once the discussion is made, in all intents purposes, he violated. The whole context and, and it's fucked. Yeah. However, I have to tell you, when we're done talking about this, I have a so fucking sexy success story to tell you about the same thing. I just <laughs> wanted to lead with that it's not always that way. And I feel like for a lot of girls, because... I've been in situations where I've had to cancel shoots because I got vibes and I just, I didn't want to lead with my successful success story. Sorry. I didn't want to lead with that because it's. No, but see, but see, that's very important to talk about because see, let's just keep it 100 because like I said, I keep it 100. Some of these podcasts, people don't want to talk about the ugly shit. This is part of the ugly shit. You okay. told me you wanted to talk about the misconceptions. Yeah, I am. I am here. I am a professional, and I am also somebody that's been mm-hmm. back and forth and craziness. Now, I've never shot for browsers, but I'm gonna give it to you real, and that's what you got here. So I appreciate yeah. you having me on here today. Well, most definitely, because see, the whole thing of it is, is that it's not just a misconception to fans <laughs> that I want to tap on. It's misconception of people that's coming in our business, whether it's camming, whether it's porn, whether it's, it's the sex work business, I guess. And it's so much misconception. And because it's being normalized to watch and slowly normalized for people, it's not normalized yet to be in, but everybody wants, which in turn saturates the industry, which is not a great thing because saturation means that certain things is not going to be held to a certain standard anymore oh 100 if half the creepers that told me they wanted to be doing what uh i'm doing right now actually did it yeah. my friend i would quit because you know what i wouldn't feel safe anymore i want the artists to come here i want the visionaries i want mm-hmm. and if you know you're on the performer end I want the fucking horny, big-dicked guys to come, too. You know? Like, it's not <laughs> yeah. like everybody has to be some artist. Like, I'm not trying to paint some picture. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying when it comes to, you're so right. When we open that door, we open it a little too far. And it gets scary for those of us who are just starting, have yeah. been in, and or tenured. It's fucking terrifying. Yes. N- but of course you say you want to talk about a success story of a BDSM scene. I do. So uh one of my most favorite, which I gotta preface this. If anyone watches this video, fishnet stockings apparently made my tush mm-hmm. break out in that one shoot. Please don't judge me. I don't wear fishnet stockings anymore for that reason. <laughs> What the hell happened? What the hell? However, oh my gosh, Sue, as a performer, I can't see past it. 
However, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I got this entire almost uh, uh, like rash on my uh, upper thigh from wearing fishnet stockings because I was so excited for this BDSM shoot in this mm -hmm. awesome dungeon. And I'm like, yes. So I wore my spiky heels. I wore mm. my fishnet stockings. I wore pigtails. I wore a black dress. I was in part for the role. Mm -hmm. And then I got a rash on my tush. Oh, God. Oh, God. And then he <laughs> shot it. Well, I mean, How people I probably don't give a shit. It, it was... Go ahead. It's a fucking sexy video. And if you're a real man, you can see past it. And if you're a real woman, and if you're a real trans, and if you're a real human being in general, you can see past it. However, oh gosh, I don't wear, I don't, that's why I don't wear uh, fishnets anymore. Anywho, so what, it was a so wonderful experience. He was so nice. It was my first dungeon experience. I've never mm. had anybody restrain me before. Okay, so how did he restrain? So he put me up into, he had this mechanism that was, it was almost like you were in a gym. So okay. he had these, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess everybody just has to watch the video. Mm, <laughs> um, um, he had these, I don't want to say harnesses, whatever. My hands were up above my head. Uh, okay. Class, this was all BDSM, very safe. We're not talking amateur rookie hour. Uh, mm. West Philly Dungeon is legit. He actually knows what he's doing. Uh, so he has my hands above my head in these restraints. He's touching my body. He's touching my breasts. Oh, my gosh. I think I scored it as soon as he just started touching me. Because it was so taboo. It was so, oh, you know, I'm tied up and someone's touching me. Oh, it was so fun. Ooh. So what, so what he was using toys. Um... So he used a Hitachi wand on me once. And okay. Twice. And oh my goodness. I've never hey. had a Hitachi wand on my clip before ever. Oh my so, so was, so was there any blowjob involved or it was just really just toy play? And oh, yeah. uh, there was blowjob involved. Uh, so the restraint on my hands was able to drop down. So I was able to then be exposed to where his dick was. And mm. of course, me being, you know, a blood hungry young lady, uh, I of course had to put it in my mouth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he basically face fucked the living shot <laughs> hey I feel like you might have watched the video because that is exactly uh, what happened oh no see I'm broken the, the website sexually broken and it, it's the shit that they do on there with the restraints it's like it's just so hot to me like oh, my favorite one Oh, it makes me get so wet. I seriously, I could drip on a floor. It's ridiculous. Like my favorite one was they had the girl in a box, and the only thing that was out was her bottom half, and they were just, and her legs was restrained, and they was fucking a pussy in her ass, and it was just like I was like, that's fucking crazy. Oh. Um, 
I, I need I one. Admit my enjoyment like this on uh, public radio, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then my and then when my favorite ones. My friends. And then my favorite one, they have her hands restrained, like, like, like she's on a crucifix, and she's sitting down, so where she can't move, and her head is restrained, and he's just it like, her face, she got her mouth got so wet that like her face completely soaked with spit and damn near her hair. I was that's like, that's sexy, Yo. that's sexy, but for me, I'm more of a use my pussy to the end of days kind of lady. I am all for face fucking and all of that, and I love a good blowjob. But what mm. really gets me going is being used down there. <laughs> oh, okay. So would you be open to a gangbang? Or have you so, done a gangbang? That is kind of, it's a sticky situation. So a gangbang is appealing. Okay. However, in a financial situation, Having mm. already having a partner and you know having a family and everything like that, a gangbang situation doesn't necessarily make it worth it. If you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I feel you. So because you're being paid more per person, you're fucking. Mm. So but but you but, 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 but but here's the thought though: if you did it for your own sight. If I could make it worth it, I would do it. However, like I told you and everybody else here before, my OnlyFans really isn't in my many vids isn't really oh paying that see, much. See, see, I, I, I'm about to give you some dollars real quick, right? You the tell OnlyFans. me how it is, my friend. You tell me how it is. Please. Okay, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you break it down. All right. I'm gonna so OnlyFans, I use mini vids because I I don't fuck OnlyFans. Mini vids have live cam. Okay. Trust. I tell anybody, there's there's parts of mini bit that you can use. You just got to figure out how to use it because mini bit is money. I'm telling you this. I get multiple checks. I, I get. I make money in my sleep, babe. Mm -hmm. You use the live cam, and you open the cam, even though, and you can. Now, if you're able to have a camera guy there, you do both, but you have your game bang that way. So one. Even with the traffic, it alone, they're going to see that they're going to come to it. And then when the tip's going to hit. Because the whole key of it is you do live cam. So to me, like if I was a live cam girl, I would do one day on Chatterbait, one day on mini vids, because thing more bullets in the gun. That's why I tell females, you have listen more to, than one side. Listen to me. Let me tell you something sweeter. There's sites that can make you broadcast on all of them at the same fucking time, my friend. Bingo. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, 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 we right here. We right here. See, we right here. <laughs> Man, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Like, help see, me. because, here, because like I said, help me down here because listen, us little girls, we, we have big ideas and we're, we're really nice. We're really nice ladies. We make good food too. We make good food. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because he did Because the thing I was uh was telling some when, when I was telling somebody on another show is that the key of it is is you you figure out how to make money with each site. There's a way of doing it. And because even with the OnlyFans, some 
money off the live cam or even the content. They were making money off of fucking referrals. Because it, 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 it's that crazy. So it's kind of like I tell females, once again, the girls that do it all make the most money. Because if one, many viz guys on traffic. Plus, if I'm correct, if you're doing live cam, they might feature you up there saying that you're on there. You know, period. Plus, if people start, and even plus you have a Twitter, if your Twitter popping, you can tweet that I'm on cam with the minivids. So who was ever on Chatterbait that might be following you on Twitter, they going to go to minivids. It's all about training your base. Girls must master that. You, you can train a fan base like you train a dog. And so that's real. What you're telling me right now is exactly what started this conversation at all is fucking being a sex worker is a business. And you are so Bingo. right. And you are so right. And you're telling me right now how I can help my business. Because Jessie May, she's a business. Mm -hmm. She's a yeah. lady. She's a sexy lady. She's a MILF. She's a mom. She's, you know, she's so many fucking things. But guess what else she is? A mm -hmm. business. And I appreciate you for taking the time to help me because this is essentially what you're doing. You're not only helping me, but you're also enjoying me, which is 10 times better than me sitting on cam and getting 25 tokens. Just kidding. Almost definitely. Just and I'm enjoying kidding. this. I'm enjoying this. And another part of it is, is she will be coming back to the show multiple times. I'm just kidding, though, about the 25 tokens. I like 25 tokens. <laughs> Those are good. I'm not bitching. Just say it. Whatever tokens. I don't care. Just time of day is sometimes just enough, you know? <laughs> but nonetheless, no, like we were talking about, sex work is work. And I've exemplified it. You've exemplified it. Every mm -hmm. bitch before me has, too. And you know what? Eventually, people are either going to realize it or they're not. And if they don't, well, their husbands are the ones stroking off to us later at night. So whatevs. Basically. So tell everybody where they can find you, baby girl. So you can find me at OnlyFans.com slash Jessie May. And that is spelled J-E-S-S-E-M-A-Y-X xx.com or you can find me at twitter slash jesse may xxx again again the jesse is spelled though guys j-e-s-s-e -S -S -E. much to your you know prior thought patterns however come play and have fun and you know what Ask a question or two, because why the hell not? <laughs> Say no more. And she will be back to the lounge, and she will be on the Patreon, and she will be in the subscription. That's right. We're talking about the platinum, the platinum smoke, where you're already getting three, you're already getting three episodes, excuse me, you, at this point in time, two episodes weekly for free. Well, guess what? For $4.99, you'll be able to get three to four extra episodes a week. Not oh, a month, a week. So you'll good. be able to go over to the subscription base and hear me and her, because she's going to come back, 
and we really gonna chop it up and get real nasty for y'all. And then you're also gonna want to go over to Patreon when we do porn tears, where we talk about the shoots and describe, and we really get very, very candid about it. You feel me? So she's gonna be a smoke buddy. You're gonna hear a lot of Jesse May on the lounge. Is you down with that, ma'am? Yes, sir. Say <laughs> no more. So people, you know how we end this. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge. <laughs> <laughs>